<laughs> stuff. Scott, are you okay? Where are you going? He just ran off. I love it. Are we live on the thing? We are. Okay, so everyone gets to see you guys' face in the back of my bald head. Excellent. If you want to switch, I, nope. I like when people don't know what I look like. <laughs> I'm going to use a few different voices today. We're going to try. Exciting. <laughs> To the Grit City Podcast. My name is Justin. I'm Jeff. And Scott is in the building. I don't know where he is. He was just like, just start without me. And I think he's actually talking right now. Oh, here he comes back. That's what I said. I said, here he comes. Oh, is that what you said? Yep. You didn't hear me because oh, I was down just, the hall. You're just smashing into everything. That's what I do. You're a lump. Whatever. Say your name. Scott. <laughs> Could you talk into the microphone like a human being? Scott. There Scott. we go. Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me now? Shut up. <laughs> this is a... We've been drinking. Dick. Yeah. We've been drinking a little bit. This is a... Uh, Sunday. Yeah, you're our third That's interview right. for the day. Excellent. And so now we're uh, pre- pretty deep into that. So with us today is Taylor and Terrence from the from Alchemy Skate. So tell us a little bit about this, man. Yeah. So uh, Alchemy Skateboarding is a uh, Tacoma-based nonprofit. We uh, run... The county's only indoor skate park, uh, which up here, two-thirds of the year, we have lovely skate parks that are full of water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not so fun to use. Um, so, yeah, we run an indoor skate park and, uh, and a skate shop as well, so people can get whatever kind of gear they need. Um, and so I never, like, it's, it's weird. I, I guess it's not weird. It's just, like, I never knew about uh, the indoor skate park. How long has it been around? Yeah, we're sort of, uh, I like to spin it and say we're Tacoma's best kept secret. There you go. It's a a positive thing. (laughs) Um, So the people that know are really cool. Um, But we've been around, we're going to turn six in June. Wow. So the the shop actually opened first, um, and that's what's turning six in June. Mm -hmm. And then the park took a lot longer to kind of figure out. There's a lot of insurance barriers and things like that. That makes sense. Children come into a building, <laughs> borrow skateboards, and drop in on ramps. Um, so, sort of getting all of that stuff uh, up and running took a little bit more time. So, the park's actually about uh, three and a half, four years old. All right, cool. Now, that, that I didn't even realize that. I figured it would be like, okay, if you've got a skateboard, you can do that. But if you don't have a skateboard, you can just go and do this. Correct. Yeah, we actually have uh, loaner boards, helmets, and pads for anyone that's never done it before. Wow. You look like your mind's just blown right now. No, yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm surprised at that. That sort of thing, I guess. I don't know. It just is something that has never been, uh, uh, I guess, something in my wheelhouse. I remember skateboarding when I was younger and trying to do it at university place when they paved the stupid roads where it was just the gravel where the people would eventually run over. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me guess. Let me tell you, that doesn't work. I, I think they, that. they do lessons if you want to take a lesson. I don't know if I want to take a lesson. Sure? I don't know if I want to take a lesson. I've from, uh, from three to 56. Really? my current age range. Um, so you know? that have successfully 
taught to ride a skateboard. So 56-year-old comes in. How does that work out? Are they just like, I'm going to, I, w- I want to learn to skateboard, or did you like? No, so that one was unique. It was actually, uh, we did a partnership with like the Big Brothers, Little Brothers program. All right. And so the bigs brought their littles in, and this oh. guy had done skateboarding as a kid, you know, in the 70s or something. Oh, yeah. And said, oh, I've, I've got some experience. I said, well, do you want to try? He said, absolutely. And so he, we had him actually rolling down a few ramps. Um, right he had a blast, <laughs> and I got a new notch on my uh, teaching belt. Yeah, right. <laughs> up to, Absolutely. Up to 56. That's amazing. Looking for 60, if there's any 60-year-olds listening <laughs> See, that gets that into the breakable skate, years, I, right? Like, oh, you yeah. hit 60, and you're like, oh, they're a little breakable. For I'm it. in the breakable years, and I'm not even 40 yet, man. It's probably always It's less breakable. about breakability and more about, I think, uh, when you start paying for your own health insurance, <laughs> skateboarding yeah. becomes a much harder activity <laughs> to willingly participate in uh, uh, when you know how much it costs to fix things. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh I uh as far as like the healthcare issue goes, I'm not gonna say that I don't have healthcare. <laughs> At the same time though, I'm definitely like, you know, depending <laughs> on where the session's going, a little bit more cautious of how I uh <laughs> like you know, if I get a hipper, well then sorry bros, we're not gonna skate for like two weeks. I'm gonna <laughs> sit in my like my house playing Skyrim or something. There That's you go. That like a little perfect. hemorrhoid donut. Yeah, you know, it's all good. They come in different flavors by the way. The aromas. <laughs> Sometimes there's chocolate. There's mocha. Caramel just came out. Really? It's nice, yeah. <laughs> he said yeah. 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 He said, yeah, it's nice. Do you have a website to look them up? Oh, uh, Flavored. Terry's Poop Shoot Holders.com. Oh, you, uh, Someone wanna... buy that domain. Yeah. Promo code. Uh, I'm not going Terry. to that. Safe search yeah. on. Safe yeah, search yeah. on. That's not a recommended Google search. So, how did you get involved with this whole thing? Um, unfortunately, since the very beginning. Okay, um, so yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, how did it uh, come to be? Like the skate shop? Is it just, I want to open up a skate shop sort of thing? Yeah, or it's, it's it's a really common tale. Really, we opened a skate shop on our university campus. Um, oh, happens all, right. all the time. Um, we we got really lucky. We we started a, a skate club on our university, and uh, the the school had a bike shop, and they sold you know replacement parts and had yeah. a bike tech that could work on stuff. And we said, well, hey, we have a skate club. There's a big skate community here. Could we open a skate shop? And they said, sure, here's $8,000 to buy inventory and run, oh, a, run a little skate shop. Congratulations. Uh, so that was our first go was actually on our campus at uh, the University of Puget Sound. Oh, wow. Okay. Let us try something out. And it, it was really cool. People in the, the skate community on campus were had a place to go. Um, How many people did you have in your skate club at that time? Seven. Okay. Uh, okay. Eight. Nice. Little not, a, not a big deal thing, but, but that's just good for organized. people to know, though, man. Because uh-huh. there's people out there with a little club right now, right? And they're thinking, like, what can we do? Right? We've, these guys had seven people in their club, and they went and did something. Like, right. so I guarantee someone sitting around in, you know, BFE. Eastern just trying Washington. to figure it out. Yeah. Right. The keys just keep doing it. Yeah, just man. Don't stop. Yeah. You know. I love we- that. Weather the storm, <laughs> as it were. And so you open up the shop, and has it been at that same location uh... since we opened? Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with SpaceWorks Tacoma. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yes. So we got in as a SpaceWorks. I actually was in there as a studio artist. Um, they rented space for for people making stuff. Um, I actually got in there. A friend had the building. And was like, hey, if you want some space, come do some paintings and stupid stuff that I did. Actually, I was going to say, because um, Spaceworks was one of our, our, our older episodes. Mm-hmm. So anything you want to tell people about that, they'd be more than welcome. Because oh it's, God, we it's, don't have anything out there about it It's an it right amazing now, so. program. Essentially, um, <clears throat> you know, it's grown and changed a lot over the years. But when it started, one of the problems Tacoma had is a lot of vacant buildings. Oh, yeah. Um, 
and just people, you know, that would love to do something, but you don't have the startup money to take that risk. And so what Spaceworks did is, is amazing. They worked with property owners of vacant buildings, and they basically would, would vouch for local artists or small startups, and you get six months no rent in a space. Wow. Right. So, so that made it so that we realized, you know, we could really blow this thing completely and not have necessarily, like, debt. Um, not <laughs> ruin our lives right. forever. You know, worst yeah, case right. scenario, we have a bunch of skateboards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so because of Spaceworks, we were able to kind of really jump in, and the shop opened as Alchemy um, was forming as sort of like a community group, lots of different, like, meetings to try to figure out what we could do. Um, and so the Grindhouse sort of became a, a little meeting place that people could use. That's the uh, Grit City Grindhouse Grit now? City Grindhouse. That, that's your skate shop. That's the part. shop element, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, so we do regular retail as well as the park stuff and just uh, as an aside where can people find uh the location of that um so the best place is through the alchemy website okay perfect yep. alchemy skateboarding.org excellent um, or google indoor skate park tacoma the, the, <laughs> the only, only one, one the only one that'll pop up um at least recently um, Ooh, there, you know, there's always always someone building something. Oh yeah, that is absolutely true. I mean, just thinking about all the historic buildings, we're right next door. I mean, we're at the Union Club, which is an old company uh, or an old building that used to yeah. be literally the Union Club that they've turned into space working for uh, with with Surge, and mm-hmm. they've been cool enough to let us do that sort of stuff. But they've been also taking over uh, the uh, the the old city hall. They're going to be doing stuff with that. Nice. And then we got like right, right next door is McMinimins, which is turning the old Elks Lodge into. That's going to be insane. Oh, like, I can't wait. I've seen some of the stuff they, they've done, and it's it's amazing how they will take and they'll reuse these vacant areas and they'll repurpose them for something that, uh, well, people will actually want to go to. Right. And they hire so many local artists, too, because they really, at least McMinimins values that like mm-hmm. cultural heritage. And so they really invest in the community to, to paint it up in a style that reflects the area. It's not like a cookie cutter. Yeah. Drop operation. Yeah, McMinimins. I can't even say it. Someone's, <laughs> someone's been drinking all day. One of those, Jesus. They're, they're unique, man. There's not a lot of companies that do that. They go out and they take these old-ass buildings and, and, you know, I don't know, make them beautiful again. Right. So it's really cool. So we're lucky to have them. Is that a beer opening I just heard? That, I, I was like so Is that you? Protein shake? Uh, were you? <laughs> I had like I got validation from him. He's like, he's like yeah, just open yeah, it. Just that's what we do on this podcast. Yeah. I love it. Ah. <laughs> but um, if I could say something about like how yeah. Tacoma totally just like uh, – kind of goes in for like you know like I don't want to like I don't want to like undersell it and call it arts but like at the same time it just like seems like it's a more liberated like you know you have more liberated art, like options out here because where I'm mm-hmm. from, like I'm from like Charleston, South Carolina. So like everything's like super, just like all the old houses and stuff like that, owned by people who are like real estate agents, and they let their kids just move in and they become frat houses and stuff like that. And they just ruin them at that point, or Pretty like not even pay attention. I mean, they're college kids; right. they're, they're not going to care about the history of a building at Preserving that point. Wood yeah. paneling, yeah, and bringing yeah. it back to its original luster. <laughs> that, like they just don't like it's just not like it's not a, a thing that's like necessarily valued in like where I'm from. So to like move to Tacoma and just instantly get like thrown into all these like different situations where I'm just like learning and growing as a person and stuff is like totally. super sick and I'm just like super in love with Tacoma man. How how long have you been here? Uh, almost it'll be two years next this April coming. Wow, up. nice. Well, welcome to Tacoma. It's uh, one of those ones I've, I've grown. I grew up in University Place and uh, went there for you know lived there for a long time and I've gone and lived in different uh, uh, a lot of different areas in Tacoma and it's uh, it's fun to see where it is now. Yeah. Like if you've grown up here at any point in time, it's it it, it was a lot rougher earlier. I've only been here for ten years. Oh, even, really? Even in ten years is you know maybe not night and day, but 
dawn and dusk. Well, and, it, and it's just <laughs> the, the updating areas. I mean, we've got like they're doing a lot of renovations with Hilltop, right. which is it's interesting because you get into that sort of the 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 gentrification sort of quandary where it's like you want to you want to make things more appealing so people will come to them right. but also you don't want to push out everything that made it interesting where you got to preserve the culture that mm-hmm. that built it yeah so i'm i'm excited that those those sort of things are happening uh, where did you originally come from uh, i grew up in southern california actually. oh okay um currently that place on fire well, oh god uh, yeah right yeah. a Jesus. skateboarder from southern california i, know, right? I really <laughs> broke the mold oh, man. so innovative um, um, and I have a beard in the Northwest. No, so I know. Yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah. just, you know. <laughs> Me too. Me hosting. too. Yeah, no, this <laughs> keep my face. Yeah, keep my face warm. That's about it on that. Uh, uh, nice. And uh, just going back to uh, even talking about like the skate the the, the skate shop, uh, and then moving on to the the indoor skate park. Mm-hmm. Now we do, and I have seen these around. We have the outdoor skate parks, the yeah. Metro Parks ones along yeah. those lines. And was it? Why did you? I mean, obviously, weather like we had, mm-hmm. you talked about earlier was a big deciding factor on that. Yeah. Was it just like a location? How did you manage to decide upon an indoor skate park? We we sort of yeah weather was the primary you know driver. It's realizing you know the city pumps money into these great skate parks and so much of that return on the investment is squandered two yeah. thirds of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it too was the the concept of of programming a park or having some people around that can kind of you know lend some guidance um, and sort of skate parks are really fun but they also have a tendency to sort of have that Lord of the Flies <laughs> effect, um, which it's it's really funny if you give a bunch of youth a really weird grungy corner of a parking lot with no lights and no adult supervision <laughs> it's it's crazy that bad things happen sometimes uh, and then it's that argument gets used against the you know the, yeah. the skaters and it's it's not the yeah. skaters you built it literally in the worst scariest yeah. spot that people know they can take advantage of that unsupervised lawless area right, and so, well and I think anytime like, you get kids together that I think that happens my daughter my daughter's 20 and she mm-hmm. she grew up kind of skateboarding she's not super good right yeah. but she, she she enjoys it. She, well, I mean, she's not, your, right? Your daughter, she, she's going to hear it, but... She, <laughs> well, she's just like, not. Nah, I can kickflip. Well, she can kickflip, but... Um, but no. That's um, good. Wait, That's not nothing. Yeah, she's a thing, but... Um, <laughs> she doesn't... Uh, she doesn't like to go to the skate parks because... Um, it sucks. Well, yeah, a lot of times she says it does. She's like, if I go with my friends, a lot of times we're just we're just mobbed by guys, right? Yeah. She's like, it'll be me and my friend, and we'll get mobbed by like 20 dudes. Yeah. And so one right. of the things when I when I saw Alchemy, you guys have a girls' night we on do. Like Thursdays. We do. Yeah, and I was like, you have a girl's Thursday ladies' night. night, yeah. And her eyes about bugged out of her head. She's all for skateboarding? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, me and my friends are going. I was yep. like, all right, cool. Because, well, and she works at Zoomies, which is, you know, the skateboard. Mm-hmm. So she, all her friends skateboard, right? right. Or snowboard right. or whatever, right? Action sports. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those things, right? So. Well, and it's a good idea, though, because you are you're you have to promote it that sort of way. Because there's, a, I mean, like you just said, there's a stigma with skateboarding. So the right. fact that you're like, there are adults here. A, if your kid is just interested, they can come and learn. Right. But also they can interact in an area where there's going to be the adult supervision. So the right. kids aren't going to be those doing those things that maybe you're not cool with. You're not just dropping them off at a park to right. go in the back. Hey, go <laughs> go back there with those. Oh, they look like right. adults. Are those tattoos? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, right. it's one of those things, right? Yeah. And it's, it's funny how much faster you can learn anything um, without that that fear of failure or, or ridicule or discomfort. You know, being able to just put yourself out there, you, you grow exponentially. Oh, yeah. To, like feel comfortable in a space and a lot of that you know I remember being a kid and and going to the skate shop with my mom and 
as it turns out, it never felt cool going to a skate shop with, <laughs> with your, your mom. mom? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, yeah. that was my sponsor at the time. Shout out mom. Uh, she put me on when no one believed in me. Um, she let me do extra chores to buy that shop deck. Um, but no, I just remembered going in there, you know, and I was like old enough to I'm not holding her hand or anything, but I know that she's the, the money. She's the backer. So I got to yeah. bring her in and she's asking follow up questions, you know, how dangerous are they? And it's just like, ah, oh, this, I don't feel cool. And so, <laughs> you know, sometimes it didn't matter, but sometimes you get the staff that are just looking at you like, I know you don't feel cool. And that's right. That's okay. valid. <laughs> yeah, you're, right. You're not cool. And it just, it was so weird. And I just realized it's so silly to have that, that vibe or that mentality, you know? So our approach is, uh, you know, skateboarding is not for everyone. Not everyone has that masochistic, I want to break myself off right. to learn something. But totally. we really think it's for anyone. You know, there, there shouldn't, if you're interested in it, it shouldn't matter what you look like, if you're good at it or not. You know, people have this myth that skaters that are good are just good. Because oh it no. turns out most people don't film themselves sucking at skateboarding. <laughs> you know, you kind of wait until you get to a, well, it's a little different now with YouTube. I was going to say, I was going to say, man, do. I'm on YouTube a lot so, and I've seen a lot of skateboarding. <laughs> fails it's yeah. all, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. it's a changing landscape yeah but, but that you that's everything fails on youtube right right <laughs> right that's how you succeed ironically right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just waiting for a good fail video oh god yeah right hey guys it's justin and i'm here to talk about the union club down in tacoma this is where we do a lot of our recording now and i'm really stoked about this if you don't know about the union club tacoma it is a mixed use project contributing to tacoma's growing artistic and entrepreneurial community it combines studio space co-working space office space, beautiful common areas, galleries, and an event hall in a 15,000 square foot historic building in downtown Tacoma. This place is beautiful. You heard us talk about it on the Surge Tacoma podcast, part of the Surge Tacoma network. And if you want to work in an old historic building, this is the thing to do. This is it's just amazing. The view is fantastic. Plus, it's a great place for you to get your work done in a casual environment, plus free coffee. If you want information or to request a tour, it's super simple. Just go to unionclubtacoma.com. That is unionclubtacoma.com. I wanted to talk about the GoFundMe that you guys have yes. going on right now. Yes. Now, what is, um, tell us a little bit about this, the GoFundMe, what is going on with this? Yeah, so uh, it's, um, you know, a crowdfunding platform, basically being the type of organization organization we are we've taken a lot of risks um, being skateboarders we take a lot of risks <laughs> um and, you know, a lot of people are willing to try skateboarding from a, from a governmental standpoint, from a school board standpoint. But um, oftentimes when you're piloting programs, there's no funding associated with being the first to establish that something works. That makes sense. Um, and so, you know, one of the issues that's happened is we said yes to, to everything right now. We're doing two high school classes. Kids get school credit for showing up and skateboarding. Really? We have a middle school after school program. We just started an elementary school before school time program. Uh, we have an after school volunteer. It's like our version of a skate team that we kind of try to build job skills, build mm -hmm. resumes, and kind of uh, lean into the stuff those skaters want to develop, whether it's graphic design or, you know, oh, board okay. production. So, yeah. All right, nice. Um, and then we have a, an, another program that we work with, actually, the Pierce County Juvenile Court. So um, youth that historically would have been sent and incarcerated um, 
our court actually is insanely progressive um, and have, they've been doing these positive youth development programs as alternatives to serving time and cool. it, it's weird that it turns out when you don't lock kids up they're less likely to reoffend and get what? locked up or maybe um, get, yeah maybe get them I, I mean like hooked isn't the right words the first one that comes to mind but it, get them attached to something that is not what the what got them into that, that but it's like what we were saying when you don't have opportunities to do good you find bad things to do mm-hmm. um, and so you know this idea that you know skateboarding historically sent kids to juvie um, that it's actually a really positive tool to help them stay away yeah. from that transition out of that you know it's a we have kids that, that live over on the east side or in lakewood that literally push on their skateboard all the way to the shop when wow. when they just don't want to be around home or whatever's okay. going on yeah yeah now there's a place that they can go hang out and do something um and so it's so much easier to make good choices when there's opportunities to do it it's 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 that building a skill sort of right. thing and at that point it is if it's something that you're passionate about then at that point you can uh, super laser focus that passion into something like that and you might figure out that hey yeah with the graphic design i love building you know i love doing the designs on the skateboard right. i love doing all these different things or it might be on a technical side on that sort of thing as well right we you know you say you use the passion to get someone in the door but you can learn anything you need to know through you know skateboarding you can look at business you can look at um engineering and design manufacturing you can look at art oh, graphic yeah. design you can look at physics in terms of how the board's actually moving through Ooh, we science. always say that, that skaters have a better fundamental understanding of physics than people that study physics <laughs> at because least gravity they're right. constantly <laughs> trying to break the laws of gravity <laughs> exactly it's our favorite law to break um and so yeah there's all these other kind of avenues to learn those things that traditional schools should be providing but when you just have the, that standardized curriculum you know it works for x amount of students and that's mm-hmm. great but there's always going to be that fringe population that's just not not jiving with it and so instead of punishing those kids and you know sending them to detention find something they like yeah and let them engage with it and then teach them the things they need to know you yeah. know it's I it's, think community is, is, is really important for that too it's a safe I hate to say safe space because that's a, everybody's thing right safe space mm-hmm. but it, well it, it's skateboarding it, it, so it's not too safe right <laughs> physically it's very dangerous but, but emotionally and socially it is, right? very safe yeah very safe point. we do that's both we do yeah. both we ride yes. the line I think that's very important and, and I don't think people give it enough credit like if, if you don't feel safe in, in whatever environment you're in you're never going to look into those things that you want to do yeah, how are you going to put yourself right. out there you're never going to do it right. right so just building that little safe space like you said people come that, that's fantastic that's when skateboarding it. does it too if you've ever been at a park I mean people sometimes cheer louder for you yeah. when you eat it than when you make it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they appreciate the hustle you know like they see, what you're trying, they see right? the work and even though you're slamming there's like respect for, for doing it yep. some would say skateboarding is like one of the most positive forms of peer pressure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, speaking of uh, like in addition to the GoFundMe which uh, where, where can people find the GoFundMe so it is GoFundMe.com backslash alchemy dash is dash real alchemy is real uh, alchemy is real um, for anyone that doesn't know too you know the the name alchemy is sort of a proto science it's sort of a, a blending of magic and chemistry mm-hmm. uh, before there was officially chemistry the main fundamental belief was the idea that you could uh, transform common minerals into gold as the pursuit and so mm-hmm. um, when we were developing the nonprofit, you know we we looked at skaters as, as alchemists they're reusing city space you know Ooh, in, in ways yeah. that no one's using it and so alchemy itself is then using skateboarding in a way that people haven't invested in it before um and so we're not trying to change skateboarding but we're trying to create new avenues to see what skateboarding can kind of do i love it um so yes it's also very mystical and yeah it's so cool man i love it in in addition to that gofundme and i mean we've got the links that we've got the links on this podcast episode so they can just look right at it um but you're also partnering with um some the the local coffee companies and local chocolate right yeah so uh one of the things i love about tacoma is that the business community is so tightly packed i mean you know I, i came in 
came here and saw the Shroom Bros meeting with you guys. You yeah, know, right? Every, every corner I turn, oh, there's, and I there's can't someone wait, doing cool oh, stuff. Oh, I'm man. so stoked. Right, sorry, you, you just hit a trigger right there. Because, oh, your shirts yeah, are going to be oh, good. Duh. They're in very we good hoping, hands. We're hoping, we're hoping, we're hoping. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, at that point, it's just as soon as we'll, we'll have uh, information out for that once it comes to fruition. But yeah, we love the Shroom Brothers, and it was funny because you were just hanging out with them. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, well, I literally Bob went drove to his house Yeah, as soon as I let him in, he said something, and I was like, oh, he's like, you guys, are you guys recording more people i was like yeah we get the alchemy he's like he was just at my house this morning and i was like oh shit this is gonna get weird <laughs> i was actually in my clone I, there's too much work for one so i sent God, yeah, a seems double to, out i have seems a stunt to be kind of busy i'll be perfectly honest with you any of the skateboarding shots you see of me is a stunt double <laughs> i don't i don't ride i ride rollerblades uh, <laughs> um rollerblades. yeah rollerblades sent me on a tangent what are we talking about uh, coffee the coffee, coffee. Yes, yes thank you um so yeah tacoma's business community so um yeah, a friend of mine is one of the, the co-owners of Manifesto Coffee Roasters, and it's they're super rad, uh, small, That's in-house. Funny. They roast, and they have a little cafe. And that is literally the coffee that we use here at the Union Club. Surprise. Yeah, right. It's exactly. almost just awful, right? Yeah. Promoting each other. Um, so he's a skater, and he's done a lot of our video work, actually. Um, and so we had this idea that we could try to support each other's businesses by offering a limited alchemy-branded blend that when you buy a portion of those proceeds, support the nonprofit. Oh, that's awesome. perfect. So you're helping local businesses twofold at that point that's the goal yeah you know it's not we try to not make it about just us yeah uh, you know, right even, even in our moment of need running a campaign we're like well what could we do to help some of the other guys well we're definitely not going to do that so <laughs> ignore them and just come like our thing no i'm just kidding of course. <laughs> and of course. the interview's over as they walk out because know, Scott's like, every like you guy. give alchemy we'll give grit city podcast too we, we I don't know how to back that, that up. Too. I have no idea how to back that up. That sounds like a legally binding verbal agreement. He's and just it was looking at you like, what did you I just say? I want to clarify it was say? a joke. Dude, don't. Terrence, call the lawyers. It's all good. Um, miles, line three. Miles, line three. <laughs> and uh, are you doing something with chocolate as well? Yes, yes. Okay, so uh, Tease Chocolates is right over by uh, Stadium Thriftway. And mm-hmm. they're one of the only local like bean to bar. They actually process their own chocolate in-house. Whoa. Um, they actually made chocolate bars for my wedding. They're like the nicest nice. people ever. Really? Um, yeah, and so we hit them up with that same kind of concept of you guys want to co-brand something. And so they, they ran us 300 of these limited or, or 100 of these limited chocolate bars. And uh, I think 20 or 25 of them, we actually stenciled no parking like a curb. And so if you find one of the no parking curbs, you get a 10 session punch card to the skate park. Whoa. Because um, I always wanted to be Willy Wonka. Yeah, I, I can tell. this was like my chance to, to jump on it. I don't have any Oompa Loompas yet, but. Yet. Yet was the key word. Yeah. <laughs> I just think you're training them at your skate park. <laughs> yeah, I just got to figure out how to stop them growing at a certain age. Uh, it's really the work we're I think, doing. I think that was bang that coffee, dude. <laughs> 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 That's your growth. So you're, you're, I, it really seems like you are really into the whole community thing. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool at that point, too, because, um, I mean, you're talking about being here for 10 years, and I've grown up here. Scott, you've been here for about five, about five, about five years. years. Five. It's one of the big things about the Pacific Northwest, and especially the South Sound in here, is a, a lot of transplants, mm-hmm. um, be it, whether it be uh, military or just... Uh, Right. A lot of the new tech industries and sort of like that sort of thing. And you get um, it started off really essentially kind of being uh, a lot of military. And then now with kind of the bleed down from Seattle and getting kind of priced out of that, you're getting a lot of different people in right. Tacoma and being able to show off and highlight the different things that our people are doing locally, I think right. is just a boon. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the things that really was attractive to me when I moved here is it was not only can you go into cool local businesses, but more often than not, the owners of the businesses are the people working in it. Mm -hmm. And you get to just get to know different people and kind of, uh, you know, people don't 
at least coming from LA, people here don't seem to do stuff just to make money. They do the stuff that seems to matter to them. Yes. And, you know, I know so many small business owners that aren't raking it in, but they're so happy that they're open and doing something that matters to them. And that's, um, and, and that's that, that sort of weird thing where like, you know, when you're a kid, you think, oh yeah, I want to, you know, be a millionaire. I want to be a movie star. I want to do all these I crazy things. I think that right now. Right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. this very Scott, second. Wait, wait, how well, are you, you just do, have nicer microphones? Right, right. You'd be doing the same doing thing. How are you doing it, Scott? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I would like all those things. Please all donate things to the Grit City Podcast. <laughs> GritCityPodcast.com. Um, but it, it comes down to just the simple fact of the matter is that you want, you you, you want to make a living, but you don't have to be the the the, the movie star. You don't have to be right. the director because there's so many people that are still working on that thing that right. are still making you know getting their existence out there, right? And spending the time doing the stuff that they love. And I think that really it helps that when you can do that. Whether you know if you got to do a nine to five and then you can you know do whatever you love afterwards, yeah. you can still make that happen. And you can still make those dreams come true. And you can still like with seven people at a you know creating yeah. a skate you know a skate club, you can do that. And that's you you know, and that's what it takes. And there's so many uh, part-time jobs over the last five years. There was there was a point in time I worked at a donut shop in Lakewood. I had to be there at five in the morning making the donuts. I'd, I'd uh, just sell. I got really oh. good at counting to twelve. My, my twelve <laughs> math is super on point from that job. Um, you know, I'll take five of those and five of those. How many left? You have two. Mm-hmm. Two left. <laughs> that wasn't even hard. That was a ten. Um, but so, like, I'd work at the donut shop until uh, noon, and mm-hmm. then drive from the donut shop to the skate shop and work until six. And then close the skate shop at six and go home and try to work on some of the more nonprofit stuff until about like nine. And that was my schedule was to go to bed at nine, nine thirty because I had to wake up at four in the morning. So for people who don't know, like, is, is, is it a process to create a nonprofit at that point for like when you're doing something like this? Like, did you have to have like a full business plan sort of thing? Like, I, I don't really know how it all works out in that sort of way. It certainly helps. Yeah. Um, you know, the more the more legwork, the more kind of planning you can do. And it's finding that balance, you know, like the. The best laid plans never go according to plan. Mm-hmm. But step step one, you deviate and you're kind of, you know, scratch it. So, you know, it's one of those things we're lucky that, that skateboarding teaches us is kind of just roll with the punches. You can't you can't control every pebble on the ground. But if you're actually not thinking about that when you hit the pebble, you're much more likely to respond and not land on your face. Yeah. Um, and so it's the same thing with running the business is kind of being uh, reactive and ready to kind of roll with whatever stuff's throwing at you. Um, and again, that whole idea of not being afraid of the failure, being able to kind of lean into that and know, you know, we might, we will make mistakes, but those are the if ways you, in which we develop and get stronger. And, and, and if you learn from it, it's uh, it's kind of a nerd term, but it's called failing forward. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, maybe not everything is going to work out the way that you plan it, but if you can learn something from that and adapt and, you know, change your course and figure it right. out, you can keep going with that. Right. Uh, oh God, I love this. Dude, I quit every time something gets hard. I I'm know like, you fuck do. it, I quit. You just quit. I'm your, done. You, you quit your last job because they were emailing you too much. Uh, can, can I share a fortune cookie I'm proverb? Serious. I don't know where it comes from, okay. but it comes up all yeah. the time. And like, uh, you know, I work with, with elementary school kids, with high schoolers, all these kids. And so many times, you know, how do you get good? What is was the secret? Like, oh, it's what seven. Is seven is the secret. But um, no, the thing we say all the time is we ask them, we just say, like, do you know what the difference between a master and an apprentice is? And they go, no, I haven't heard of those words half the time. And you have to explain them. <laughs> um, and then you explain what a master and an apprentice is. And the saying is that the master has failed more times than the apprentice has even tried. Mm-hmm. And so it's strictly a numbers game. Just yeah. keep doing it. Well, and I mean, like, no I, matter I would what. say that the master is just way better than the apprentice. That's how well, I would that's say true. It. From same same thing. Tomato, <laughs> yeah. tomato. I'm yeah. just kidding because you're a dick, Scott. Yeah, I am kind I'm, of a dick. I'm glad you're not I'm teaching. Beers. Anybody? You? No, you? Oh, dude. Uh, most definitely, we'll take it. Right. I, I didn't mean I to brought say that Terrence on the air. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, but you know, it's it's that thing where I mean, you you gotta. It's that what I don't even know where it came from, but the ten thousand hours, right? Like you've right. got to put in ten thousand hours to consider yourself a quote unquote professional or knowledgeable or a master or whatever you want. You're say almost with that. statistically impossible not to be good after ten thousand hours. Well, you almost have to try unless you're driving around uh, this area. Oh, yeah. Fucking hate. Drivers. Yeah, I hate the drivers in this. So stupid. polite. No, I know. Mm. I'll wave oh, you on so, during a red light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's your yeah, turn. Yeah. You guys have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> Just saying, try driving in South Carolina, man. Just really? Is it worse? Dude, when it rains, they all turn into like three year old gerbils <laughs> who don't even know how to like, like a gas pedal. Like I've had like so many like quote unquote redneck friends just like my favorite term is term is a uh, gas pedals on the right. <laughs> and then there's a word. But then like you know, it's fine. It's all good. Word. But it's just like a word. You know what it is. The word. You know the word. We're adults here. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucker. That's the word. <laughs> gas pedals on the right, fucker. Yeah. You got it. You got it. Well, that's I mean, I just I mean, I guess it's just so much that I've been I, I've spent some time in other places as well, but it's always just been I'm so used to the, how shitty the drivers are here that I'm just like, oh, yeah, it can't be worse anywhere else. And then, I mean, you're from L.A. I grew up in L.A. I thrive here. Yeah. <laughs> but see, the thing is, you guys like you guys have the excuse of the, all the hills and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's flat. As, it's flat as hell. I'm saying like, it's flat as heck. There you <laughs> go. Heck out there. What is just like? Oh, oh, sorry. I dropped the F-bomb a couple of times. You made sorry. me. You validated me. It's I okay. did. My bad. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, going back to uh, people can find. What's the website again? Alchemyskateboard.org. Org. Skateboarding. Skateboarding. Org. I'm terrible But at again, this. Google Indoor Skate Park Tacoma. Yeah. And, it'll it'll and, pop up. And uh, you guys have had events in the past, and you're going to have some stuff mm-hmm. in the future. Like, what kind of events have you had in the past? Yeah, so so actually one of the first things we did before we were incorporated as a, a proper nonprofit, it was just, you know, volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, we held this event called Go Skate Tacoma in 2011. Um, and what that was actually was a, a celebration of the fact that our one of our other founders, Ben Warner, worked with the city when he found out skating was illegal. It was completely illegal from 1992 to 2011. Really? You could be, you know, pushing down the sidewalk, whistling, drinking whole milk out of bottle, and a cop could pull you over, (laughs) confiscate your board. I don't know if they had an impound lot for them, (laughs) and write you a ticket. Um, And so, you know, that's that was one of the beginning things of alchemy that for me really opened my eyes to Tacoma's ability to flex and change with the needs of its yeah. people. You know, growing up in LA, it was like, cool, I'm a, I'm a person that has a say in nothing. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I don't know why I'm Kermit the Frog there. Kermit the Frog. Um, that is a good Kermit. That's though, how, how I grew up in LA. Um, <laughs> but so coming here and seeing someone do that to just to just work with city council members and kind of have an influence and, and actually decriminalize skateboarding, so now it's a legal form of transportation. Um, it was amazing to me. It yeah. Was like, really, you can do things like that with, and especially you know, come from that skate background. That's not the general attitude. No, of, people of many just, skaters is and the, people are listening to us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Because Providing I mean, things for us to do. Yeah, there's the stigma that like we just talked about. There's like they're the the ne'er do wells mm-hmm. and the people who are doing all these things. You're like, no, it's not. It's generally the area and the environment and what you're putting. Right. People want to make positive changes in their uh, in their locale. Right. Wow. I lost my train of thought again. Damn it, Justin. Pay attention. To I'm trying doing. to pay attention. Um, and so moving on from that, events. Events, uh, yeah. So yeah. Go Skate Tacoma. Yes. Um, we try to do it annually. Being a small nonprofit, we don't always have the funds to put it on. So we did this event two years ago, um, and we had over, I think around 2,000 people came out to Tollefson Plaza. Wow. Um, we worked with this uh, local builder, Ryan Spence. Um, he works for Skatelight, which is a Tacoma company that produces ramp surfaces for oh. like, the X Games. Okay. Um, 
um, that's all those cool. major events. That's a Tacoma company. Shut up. Um, they're one that's of our fantastic. one of our sponsors. That's yeah, awesome. it's, it's amazing. Um, little Tacoma things people don't know. What? Um, so he built us. We built a mini mega ramp. So it had a big roll in, a launch ramp, and then we built a 16 foot tall vert wall for the run out. So Ooh. there was like this obelisk in the middle of Tollefson Plaza, <laughs> surrounded by you know about 200 skaters. Um, and I think the coolest thing is, you know, we have competition elements, but we do a free skate camp. Anyone that wants to learn to skate. And so killer. It's one of those things where, you know, they build these amazing uh, setups for parks and stuff that 10 guys that are really good get to ride. Hmm. Yeah. And then they tear them down and then they move into another. State. And it's cool. Um, but the thing I loved about the alchemy events is it was like, no, you get to come interact. We have an amazing insurance waiver. And we make people <laughs> sign and you can just drop in. Well, and the fact that you can do that and you're willing to do that and you'll be like, yes, people come out and experience as opposed to right. be demoed to. Right, right. It's less of a performance and more mm-hmm. of an, uh, you know, we, we say our, our pop-up skate parks are an experience skateboard programming so people that have never done it before they can just come in and try it out and we hold hands if you need it to get you started and like make it super accessible and easy um so being indoor uh, indoors you guys change your your park around right yeah so i've uh luckily i did stage crew in high school there you go it was was insane what they let us get away with there was i don't think any osha training at all it was just here's the (laughs) there's the sharp point don't put your finger under it yeah right um hopefully my old stage crew fans listen to this um, <laughs> so no we've we've rebuilt our skate park I think around uh, 15 times um, over the four years that we've been around you know it started out really small we have a mini ramp that's pretty much stayed the same little half pipe um, then the other half of the room it started off with a couple small ramps that we would just kind of slide around and rearrange and then we'd build a new thing try it out for a while demo it try a new thing and so we just rebuilt for winter with more of a flatland and street emphasis um, you know we, we kind of look at it as our little laboratory where we kind of develop not only how to skateboard, but how do we teach skateboarding so we can build ramps specifically for learning those basics. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it changes quite frequently. So it'll, it'll stay the same through winter. Um, we do have some small ramps. People can just move around almost like Tony Hawk's park editor. You can come in and just like, <laughs> I'll stack this on here and do That's this here. Though, right? Yeah, it keeps it interesting. You know, one of the best things about skating is it's sort of endless opportunities to do things in different ways. So trying to lean into that and let it be a space that, you know, people can actually interact with there's mm-hmm. some some cool ownership that comes out of that as people that don't own the business but are skaters they they kind of get some ownership of the space i want to ride it this way and set it up this way so if somebody yeah if somebody is coming out there to participate and mm-hmm. i mean like seriously you can just go and uh, see all the hours and go to like if they have some input or they have some ideas they can come to you and just be like hey yeah. i would like to maybe do this sort of thing yeah we're actually planning like a little event series right now we're going to let uh skaters form their own small crew um with a filmer and we're going to give them all four hours after hours to rearrange, redesign. I'll be there with power tools. Um, and the goal is that they all make, you know, a three minute edit. And oh, at the is. end of, you know, a month of different teams doing this, we're going to probably run all the videos and let people vote for like a winner. And oh, nice. It's like a little something. film festival. Right. So right. Cool, just dude. to see how many different ways people can use again, that, that alchemy idea of repurposing and changing and, and, uh, Evolving as or, we try to or, really I mean, lean into, and to be perfectly honest, maybe getting someone interested in something uh, like they wouldn't know. Maybe they're into film editing or right. shooting or directing or any of those sort of things. Right, and that's what's so cool is you don't have to actively ride a skateboard every day to get something out of that 
creative culture and Mm -hmm. that do-it-yourself mentality you know there's so many people in graphic design and in film that that ride a skateboard and they love it just as much as someone that rides it every single day they don't need to do it in the same way to still have that love um, but you want to create with it but now all of a sudden you have a community right you can hang out with right that's like the best part of the perspective of skateboarding is like you don't need to ride to understand it Mm -hmm. the thing is like you just need to be a part of the community and not just dismiss it so fast to just saying that it's just like this destructive chaotic thing it's like a lot of skateboarders like personally me growing up like driveways like you know we didn't like really we didn't have like indoor parks if we did we had one and like we weren't old enough to have friends who had cars that take us you go every other week you know two weeks you're like not from the park you got people who are getting like you know progressing on these certain things that are like you know like you're not particularly familiar with but like just like like you were saying like someone who could find that they're like into film editing or like into like you know woodworking or whatever just like there are so many elements of skateboarding that people who don't skateboard don't understand I think that's why it gets dismissed so much yeah and that's like you know why it's like such a good thing to have like such like a solid like you know quote unquote safe space for things like Mm -hmm. this because we're not like not all skateboarders are bad like you know it's just like skateboarding skateboarding is really going to just kind of be there regardless of what's going to exactly going to be or not and then then when you have that community it breeds the uh, creativity at that point as well and it's everyone like when you're excited about something and it has something to do maybe just a a little bit with something that somebody else loves it's going to bring all that excitement around you're going to have all these good experiences without having to worry about you know like we're talking about judgment or uh, any problems or it's like you can get that insight from somebody who may not be laser focused Focused on what you are doing with a certain part, right. like just a little bit of the collaborative uh, effort. Yeah, it's kind of fun, you know. Skateboarding is is not a team sport the way traditional sports mm-hmm. are, um, but in a weird way, it's like the biggest team sport in that there's no opponent. Like worldwide, you run into a skater. That's your team. You're on the you know, even team. if you do yeah. it totally differently compared to everyone else, you guys are yeah. more alike than you are separate. And we, we talk about it all the time, you know, people that don't even speak the same language. Um, skateboarding is, is its own language. You know, you mm-hmm. can talk about, oh, that Ollie, and they know what you that... You know exactly, You know yeah. what I mean? You can converse in a, in a way it's its own weird vehicle for like building relationships and uh, if people want to donate they can do so uh, gofundme.com slash alchemy dash is dash real yes uh, if people can't I mean obviously if you can go to it and you can share via the what is going on it's someone upstairs man oh, they're just walking around oh, it's, it was <laughs> tripping me out and then I looked over at him and he's looking around in circles freaking and I'm like, me out though, I, I was like what's, I was like did you hear it too you guys know this place is haunted right it, 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 dude okay it's built in 1888. No, it has, has to be. It has to be haunted. Like I think we're going to be doing at some point. Uh, we're going to be uh, maybe getting some of our Tacoma, like a Tacoma ghost tours, maybe yeah, Andrew absolutely. or some of our ghost tour people, Sick. just to come down here and just just yell at ghosts and see if we can get something. If you guys to need anyone? I've had a few houses I've lived in, dude. It's right? gotten to the point where I wonder: is it the houses or is it me it's following uh, you around? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you ever do, let me. Uh, absolutely on that. I mean, Go going down for that. But they can do so uh, again. Going back to track. Uh, Go to the GoFundMe. Go Go yeah. uh, if you can't donate, 
I mean, click on the link and just share it with people. Right. There might right. be somebody in your you know social media circles that are, are that that can do so. Um, help out with that. Or also, if you're looking for more of a community thing, you have volunteering oppor- uh, opportunities yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's a contact us page on the website, which goes directly to my my inbox. So feel free to kind of drop us a note if there's something you're interested in getting involved. We do have limited volunteer opportunities right now. Our our entire nonprofit is uh, 1.75 full time employees. There's not even oh, two whole okay. people. Uh, there's three of us, <laughs> Wait, but you 1. know, 1.75. Yeah, yeah. Someone at 20 hours, someone at 40, and someone ah, at 10. Oh, okay. um, and that's that's our entire staff. So. There are some volunteer opportunities, mm-hmm. um, but they are limited at the moment. Um, and that's really the thing we're trying to do is we've sort of got the proof of concept and we've seen how this stuff is working. And now we're really just trying to find the funding we need to not necessarily do more, but sustain that thing that yeah. we're doing. We Absolutely. know it works. We need it to last long enough for the other, the, the tastemakers, the people that do have the funding mm-hmm. to see it. Um, yeah. And I mean, visibility at that point. So like I said, sharing on social media, talking yeah. about it, even just, I mean, come down and go go check out the shop and help out yeah. with the shop. And that yeah. Sort of you know, buying like shop gear, stickers, yeah. little little things like that, those chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's really amazing. You know, I look at that crowdfunder uh, almost every day. People can leave comments and stuff on and share little stories and stuff that's you know impacted their life and i look at it and we're you know we're, we're pretty low below our goal but we're still going but i look at the number and we're a little over four thousand, and we have i think 52 donors which you know looking at traditional like crowdfunders it's, stuff, yeah. it's the opposite you know normally you get 300 800 five dollar donations um and so the people that you know we've impacted feel it and they're really giving and supporting and so right now the game is kind of getting that message out to a broader audience you know we we hear it all the time from adults that don't necessarily benefit from our services but realize you know nine times out of ten i I tell someone about the skate class and i just hear man if i had that when i was a kid how much jail time would you have missed you know whatever whatever it (laughs) is whatever you could have you know and so there's so many people i think that that see the value in it and so we're just trying to get it in front of them and let them know that it's out there I really do appreciate that, man. I mean, it's just like I mean, coming from a couple of schlubs over here, just you know, like I have I have a lot of a, a lot of pride with Tacoma, and just like I want people to recognize that Tacoma isn't a pit. Like a lot of people, like people are afraid to come to well, don't Tacoma. Talk about it too much, though, right? Well, I know, and that's that sort of the, depending that, that who you are. If you're right? tough, it's cool. Come here. If you're sensitive, <laughs> it's real tough. Don't come here. You joke, man. But like, my wife came uh, from here via Seattle via Bothell, and. Oh. And so when she was the first time she went to a Safeway and it was right before they had switched to getting uh, the bag, the whole the, the bag things, uh, you know, having to pay for your bag. Was it the unsafe way? Uh, no, it was not the one. No, okay. no, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. She felt like it was. Yeah, was she, right. she yeah. felt like it was. Yeah. Um, but no, it was all what happened was was someone sassed her about the fact that she brought her own bags. And it was like, oh, you're fancy trying to make us look good. Right. And that's just like is the one part where she was like, I don't know what happened. I was like, they were just talking to you. That's not what she said. She's all fuck this. We're moving. Yeah. That's what she said when she got home. And he's all no, no. And then it took two more years for me to be like, no, look at Tacoma's cool. Look at all these cool restaurants and look all this at the other bag fun builder stuff. passing. Yeah, they're yeah, with like, you. Like all these things. Like, look at all this stuff that's going on. Don't worry about it. We're safe. And she's like, fine, we'll live here. I'm like, yes, I know all of this, dude. Here's the first night I moved here. Like I like. I like uh, 
got to my buddy's house or whatever that I was staying with, and I went to sleep at like 11 something, and I just heard gunshots, and my first thought was, mm. why did I move here? <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple times where that would be like, no, that's just fireworks, honey, don't worry Backfire. about it. Yeah. So yeah. That was a pinto. Yeah. Yeah. around the block. I yeah. saw him work Well, and it. I mean, now, God, now, I mean, just because of the simple fact that, like, I mean, with, like, football, uh, like, recently, the, the Seahawks beat the Packers, and it was like, it was about 8.30, because I remember this, because suddenly this big, boom! And I was like, oh, let me check social media. Oh, yeah, Seahawks won. Don't worry about it. Right. It's, it's right. just fireworks. It's just this fireworks. Is Sunday. We're good. Yeah. And then she's just like, I heard something over there. I was like, don't worry about it. We got cameras now. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We, we just quit walking outside at Malarkey's. We used to record at Malarkey's a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, we would yeah. hear big bangs outside. We just quit going. We're like, yeah, that was something loud. Let's not even look. <laughs> I just leave my car unlocked and take everything <laughs> out of it. it. I had a window it. smashed and I was like, man, I'd rather give my stuff away than buy a new window. <laughs> just put a, a sign in the window that says the door is open. Doors but open. Take what you want, here. man. There's three pennies <laughs> in the ashtray. Nothing. <laughs> I love it, man. Okay, again, you guys, thank you so much for spending some time with us, Taylor yeah. Terrence. Really appreciate it. Um, again, give the information about where people can uh, find out more about. Just give me the website. So, AlchemySkateboarding.org. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the very homepage there. There's a button that says "Click Here to Support." And there's so much. Funder. And there's so much information there. So if you're yeah. interested, a fun little. I mean, like the GoFundMe had a fun video uh, mm-hmm. to, that gives really a breakdown of what's going on. It has all the information about how where all the funds go and where you have it planned. You guys have great plans for this stuff. So best of luck with that. And uh, uh, I really, if you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and donate. And then also say that you uh, listen to a uh, you listen to them on throw this. that in the comments. Yeah, right. Yeah. Can we like, say like, if we get 20 comments, we'll come do another skate nerd episode? Yes. Right, 20 comments. Easy. We Seriously, got 20 25. friends. Terrence, 10 apiece. We got so, yeah. I'll do no. Definitely got like 20 friends. <laughs> we say shares. That's a verbal contract. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not comments. Not comments. They have to be shares. Shares. Ooh, okay. Shares. 20 shares. 20 shares. Yeah. Of My this mom podcast. was in Colorado. She That's shared fine. it. So uh, Donna Jones, start sharing with some friends. <laughs> Daniel Jones. You I love too. that you just called your mom out officially, like yeah. by name on the podcast. Oh, they know what's up, dude. Yeah, I brought like, my parents up, but yeah, I didn't drop any names. Oh, I'm, I'm dropping names. Though, Think, well, my dad's oh, he's, safe. he's good. He's fine. He'll take care of himself. He's good. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Send me birthday money, please. <laughs> yeah, it's Terrence's birthday tomorrow. So. Happy birthday! Oh, yeah, awesome. 26. They don't tell you that. Well. Well, we'll you find out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, like at 25, you get less insurance. After that, it doesn't matter. Dude, yeah, that's I keep changes. telling people that. Like, I'm like till AARP, right? Yeah, yeah basically that's the next mile. No, I'm like a, I'm a preschool teacher, so like, uh, oh, oh nice, right? Crazy, yeah. No, there's only there's only one of these over here, but it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, uh, no, I try to tell these kids all the time. It's just like you know, like, hey, like you really just need to be like nice to your parents because they just like don't understand. You have to be the one who like bridges that gap. It's like, hey, seriously, just like listen to them. I promise you, because you're not need them to like you for another 20 to 23 years so just like don't screw that don't burn that bridge saying like after they're legally obligated to provide for you after you really want to have saying, dude, after, after 18 like they still you still need them to like you, you. Need a little bit but of a buffer yeah a little bit you know what i'm saying like i love that you're putting this in their brain in preschool though that's the best part is oh, like, no, well, I'm, not, oh, hey, I'm not i'm not just like sitting there it's like hey you need to listen to your parents like hey dude maybe like how could you have said that better you know what i'm saying like just gotta like be like you know, sugarcoat a little bit until they're fifteen. Then that's like, the skater coming nah, out. Get, You're used yep, to dealing yep. with things that people don't want to listen, so you do it subtly. I have to make it's them like, think it's their idea. Kids, though. It's all good. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Our pleasure. Thank, thank you for, for having, us. having us. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. dot